This is Rhema for Today Radio. Now the synagogues were the meeting houses where they met to worship. That would correspond to our church buildings today. Do you just pray in church? How much praying do you do at home? How much praying do you do in your individual life? How much praying do you do in your personal life? Is your praying just made up of what praying you do in church? Well, you're all wrong then. I found out that when you pray, now you know, we have times of prayer now, but I found out in ministry, when I do my praying at home, I don't do much praying in public. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Let's back up just a little bit, and we we started talking about prayer with that fifth verse. But to get the full import of what he's saying, let's just start with the first verse of this sixth chapter. Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Now he's talking about giving or giving to the poor, helping those in need. Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. If you're giving, whether it's giving to the poor whether it's helping those that are in need, whether it's even giving to the gospel work, just to be seen of men, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Amen? Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do, in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. You don't want to do anything to be seen of men and to receive the glory of men. Now whether you realize it or not, whatever you do, you can sing. You might have a beautiful voice. But if you sing, and you can do it with the wrong attitude and with the wrong motive, to let people know how great you are and what a great singer you are. And just to be seen a man, you have no reward. You can preach. You could even get souls saved. But if your attitude is, look what I'm doing. I'm something big and something great. You've lost all your reward. You have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. I remember one time in the days of the Voice of Healing. I was one of the ministers in the Voice of Healing. I was holding a meeting in a certain large city of our nation. And another minister of the Voice of Healing stopped by to visit the meeting. And after he was there in a day teaching service in the morning time, and afterwards the pastor and I and he were talking. The congregation had dispersed. And uh, this was many years ago, actually over 30 years ago. So uh, the pastor said, I I just stood and listened mostly. You know, you can learn a whole lot more by listening than you can talking. 
Like I've said so many times, you see, if you're doing all the talking, you're not going to learn anything because you already know everything you know or think you do anyway. <laughs> Amen. And so uh, we both had heard the pastor where I'm preaching, and I had already heard about a great meeting that this man had. Great number had come to the Lord, been born again. Now, today, we wouldn't think much about that, but back there in those days, you could have 50 or 100 people answer an altar call. Man, that was big, you see. I've seen the time in full gospel churches that we had a half a dozen saved during a whole meeting, three baptized the Holy Ghost. We thought we had a landslide. <laughs> Amen. And so the, the pastor made mention of what we had heard in this meeting. Well, you could almost see him. I watched this fellow. You could almost see him just, just sort of blow up, you know, like he's blowing up a balloon, you know. Yeah, yeah, he said, I really did it. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And he reached over and got a hold of the pastor's tie and sort of did it like that. He said, I'll tell you one thing. When I can't win them, nobody can. And I thought to myself, dear Lord, that poor fellow's lost all of his reward. Thank God for those that got saved. Thank God. But he's bragging on himself as though he did it. The word of God teaches us, having done all, we have to say we're unprofitable servants. Can you say amen? amen? No, we're not doing things to attract attention unto ourselves. Amen? But unto the Lord. Praise God forevermore. So, if you're doing any of these things to be seen a man, well then, you know, you have your reward. Now then, he said, and when thou prayest, so let's get to that now. When thou prayest, be not as the hypocrites are. So that means then that you can be hypocritical even when it comes to praying. As well as giving or singing or preaching or doing anything else. Well, how are the hypocrites? They love to pray standing in the synagogues. Now, the synagogues were the meeting houses where they met to worship. That would correspond to our church buildings today. Do you just pray in church? How much praying do you do at home? How much praying do you do in your individual life? How much praying do you do in your personal life? Is your praying just made up of what praying you do in church well, you're all wrong then. I found out that when you pray, now, you know, we have times of prayer now, but I found out in ministry, when I do my praying at home, I don't do much praying in public. Amen. Are you listening to me now? And so he said, they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. But whatever we're doing, praying, preaching, singing, or whatever we're doing, we should care less whether we're seen of men or not, but be a blessing to others. Now, verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Seen of men, just received the praise of men, they have their, their reward. But when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. When thou shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. 
Now then, there's a principle implied here. That doesn't mean that you literally have to get into the closet to pray. Now, that's the only place God will hear you. But you remember his thought is not to be praying to be seen of men. His thought really is that most of your praying should be done privately. Amen. Are you listening to me? Thy Father which seeth in secret will reward you openly. Now, a lot of times in public meetings like this that we're teaching people to pray, we just get them headed the right direction. If they're just going to pray while they're here and that's the end of their praying, they'd have been better off not even to come because now they're responsible for what they heard. Amen? And they ought to walk in the light of it, be a doer of it. And so, therefore, he's simply saying, not that you have to get into the clothes closet and shut the door to pray, but his thought is still that not being seen of men. It's very difficult sometimes, but yet even in our prayer meetings, what we should do is just draw an imaginary circle around us and imagine nobody's there but us, and we just, we're just in our closet, praise God, praying. That's the reason that folks in prayer meetings need to be careful not to do something that would attract attention uh, unto themselves and distract others endeavoring to pray. That means if somebody's got a little old squeaky voice, it might be well for them to pray silent and stood out loud. Amen. Are you listening to me? Because a lot of times those things are, are, are uh, distract others. And then if somebody's sort of got a foghorn for a voice, <laughs> might be good for them, you know, to, to quieten down just a little bit. I, I like to walk and pray sometimes, and that's all right. But if I'm going to attract attention unto myself, well, I don't want to do that. Are you listening to me now? And so uh, we need to realize that when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, when thou shut the door, Pray to your Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. In other words, what he's saying is that prayer is primarily something between you and the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagin entitled, The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer, the power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagen, the four-CD set entitled, Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99.
Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're still enrolling for Rama Bible Training College. That's right. Uh, just go online and you can apply right now. Right today, you can yes. apply at rbtc.org. This is a Bible school that we have the two-year program, but we got the three- yes. and four-year program That's if you right. want it. We've got what they call the core curriculum, or mm-hmm. now they've changed the name of it, I think. Yes. Anyway, I... And then uh, that's for two years. And then the third year, you choose pastors, world missions, worship, student ministries, which is youth and children, helps, itinerant ministry. And now if you want to, you can just come and take two years of biblical studies. That's right. We have a lot of more mature people. I don't say old, but <laughs> no, older people. No. <laughs> but mature people that they just wanted to come. Some of them are already retired. Some of them they sent their kids to Rama and their kids are out ministering somewhere. And so they just go and they take the biblical studies, which is two years of just study Bible. of the Bible, That's study right. books of the Bible. So we got it all here. The RBTC is the best Bible school that you're going to find anywhere. I'll stack us up again against anybody, anywhere, any day. Can you believe, honey, we're starting our 46th year of Rainbow Bible Training College. Yeah, we've been here for 46 years. We've got the track record to prove it. That's right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.